On this weekend of celebrating South Shore Trinity Lutheran Church's 75th anniversary, grace, mercy, and peace to you from our faithful God, who sent his son Jesus, our Lord and Savior, in accordance with his word. He indeed is faithful. Amen. Please be seated. I bring greetings on behalf of Trinity Lutheran Church in School in Billings, Montana, who celebrate with you today. And from Pastor Rinderneck, he's the senior pastor out there, who brings special greetings, for us, especially for Pastor Gerke. They knew each other in college. Pastor Gerke was even at, at Pastor Rinderneck's uh, wedding, and so good to... They're celebrating with you as they'll be celebrating an anniversary next year. And I also bring greetings on behalf of my family. They weren't able to be with us today, and I learned something new about you as a congregation. Always learning something new, and you ask me, one of the first questions of them interacting with people, did your family come? I say, no, oh, well, that's okay, you're still here. And I see, <laughs> I see where your priorities are and, and the like. But I did the second, what I could do, and I brought a picture of them. Dorit, you want to throw a picture up there? Here's our family today. Um, my wife, Lynette, and I, I'm sorry if I knew members of the congregation, you've never met my family, that's okay. Please bear with me for just a moment. Um, that's my wife, Lynette, and I. This was taken in February last year at my brother-in-law's wedding. And so we're looking nice in this picture. The daughter on the right, the tallest one, is our oldest daughter, Megan. She is 11 and in sixth grade. And then right next to her, uh, the shortest one in the picture is our youngest daughter, Anna, who is five and in kindergarten. And just to give you a picture of her personality, she woke up yesterday morning before I, or after I left, and she had a stuffy nose, and she ended up having a temperature of 101 last night, so it wasn't feeling good. And she said to Lynette, she goes, Mom, my head hurts, my nose is stuffy, and my throat is cranky. And <laughs> uh, there's a picture of her personality right there. And then Amy, uh, next to her, she's in fourth grade, nine years old, and then our son David, who is a second grader. He's dressed up real nice as the ring bearer. But just so you know that pastors don't always dress up their kids, they go to the next picture. There's us. This is a more recent one taken on, taken on Friday. We went out and grabbed our Christmas tree, and they're sitting there, so took a picture of them. And, you know, maybe you see, that's fine, Dorit, you can go back to that other slide. You know, they're kind of growing, and I see the same thing in your congregation, not with the older folks, certainly, but uh, <laughs> the children growing yesterday with the wedding of Jenna DeWitts, and she was in high school when I came, and now she's getting married, and it's amazing where does the time go and the growing that happens, and maybe that's what we're thinking as a congregation, as 25 years ago we celebrated 50 years for our anniversary with a thank offering and there again the congregation had a year-long celebration then you go back 20 more years to the 30th anniversary and what did south shore trinity do to celebrate they they started a new church up in hugo shepherd of the fields which is now new life church in lutheran in hugo minnesota and the celebrating of god's faithfulness is a theme for this year and indeed what a wonderful theme as we think of how faithful our god is and and the marking of 75 years as an anniversary with the congregation. And as we think about that 75 years and how faithful God has been through those years, we've got to go back to the beginning where it all started. And it started with the Word. The Word of God that God spoke at the beginning in Genesis chapter 1, where He said, let there be, and there was. 
God said, let there be light, and there was. And God separated the light from the darkness, and the light he called day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning the first day. And it is with the word of God that time began. In the marking of days, and weeks, and season, in the marking of years and generations, and it all began with the word of God. And we know at the beginning how God used His Word to direct Adam and Eve to go and work and tend the garden there in the Garden of Eden. And how Adam and Eve did not follow that Word of God. They fell into sin and it brought sorrow and it brought pain and it brought destruction and it brought death. And we know that burden. And God responded with a word. A word that said the offspring of the woman would crush the head of the serpent. And it was that word of God that sustained his people generation after generation, day after day, week after week. And what was the promise? He'd send a Savior. And that word of God was shared with God's people through the work of the prophets, through the work of the priests who lead the people in sacrifices to cover their sin. And it was that word of God that directed them again and again for how many generations until the time came for Jesus to be born there in the stable of Bethlehem in fulfillment of God's word. Our faithful God fulfilled His Word by sending His Son, Jesus. How does the Gospel writer John say it? The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. That Word of God taking life, taking a form of a man in God's Son, Jesus. And Jesus was faithful in fulfilling the promises of God's Word where He went to the cross to die for our sins, bringing an end to the power of sin and Satan and death, to bring healing and comfort and strength to God's people that are dealing with pain and sorrow and sin in Jesus. That Word of God made flesh. Made it happen by His death and resurrection. And as we celebrate today the 75th anniversary of South Shore Trinity Lutheran Church, we celebrate God's faithfulness. What an appropriate theme from Psalm 100. Celebrating God's faithfulness with His people. And how did it all start? It started with the Word. The Word of God that 12, as your history says, 12 communicant members and 17 baptized people. So 17 people in all met over at Birchwood Village Hall. And why did they meet? Because of the Word. The Word of God started it all. And those 17 people gathered around the Word of God in worship, They gathered around that Word of God in Bible study, and it's because of that Word of God that connections were made, that bonds began, that friendships and relationships blossomed and bloomed, and as brothers and sisters in Christ, they had a connection with each other because of the Word. And yet those 17 people didn't keep that Word of God to themselves. 
No, they took that word of God and they reached out to the White Bear Lake area and the surrounding communities here and they served the community by bringing the word of God. They, they purchased property right here on the corner of Bel Air and South Shore Boulevard. Built a church basement. Maybe some of you remember worshiping in the basement. I remember visiting Slim Roland who talked about the basement. He said the piano was up on blocks and they'd come on Saturday nights and scoop out water sometimes and pick off the leeches. I'm glad things have improved. <laughs> and how that word of God strengthened his people. The nine years later, the dedication of a church building... And for 75 years, God has been faithful in proclaiming His Word to you as God's people through 14 different pastors. Through the various assistants, eight assistants in the forms of deaconesses and directors of parish education and directors of youth, not to mention all of the vicars that were here to serve and proclaim God's Word so that you as God's people can be built up in the faith, enriched and strengthened to know that your sins are forgiven because of the Word of God made flesh in His Son Jesus who died and rose again to bring you life, to bring forgiveness, to bring the assurance and promise of eternal life in God's kingdom. What a powerful word of God. And indeed today we celebrate that word. We celebrate God's faithfulness to you as his children here at South Shore Trinity Lutheran Church. A faithful God who has kept his word. But you know, isn't that something we've come to expect a little bit? When we talk about celebrating God's faithfulness, isn't that what we expect from God? How many days have we suffered with things or how many times have we turned to Lord in prayer and how many times have we trusted that God would hear us? And it's every day, isn't it? Why? Because God is faithful. Do we really understand what that means? That God is faithful? Let's take a moment and think about that for a second. The psalmist in Psalm 121 says it this way, that God never sleeps, God never slumbers. He is always awake. And how assuring is that for us as God's people? We know that whenever we turn to the Lord in prayer, whenever we have a hurt, whenever we have a need, what do we know? Our God is faithful. He will hear us. No matter the hour, no matter the day, no matter the week, no matter the season, in the calendar or the season of life, God is faithful 24 hours a day. Do you know what that adds up to, 24 hours a day? If you take that 24-hour time frame, the 24-hour day, and multiply it by 365 days a year, you know what you come up with? 8,760 hours. God is faithful every hour of every year. You know what that means for us as a church? Over the past 75 years, God has been faithful for over 657,000 hours and counting. God is faithful of every hour of every day for the past 75 years and counting. Let's put that in perspective a little bit. Let's consider our own lives. 
In our own lives, we strive to be faithful, don't we? We strive to follow that Word of God. And if we consider just, just one day, one 24-hour time frame, and let's, let's even break that down into the times or the hours we're awake. So 12, maybe 16 hours a day, or those of you who don't need sleep, a little bit more, I suppose. And we consider one day and how well do we do in being faithful. Or let's not even consider a day, let's consider just one hour. And how difficult it is for us to be faithful even for one hour. Even when we are intentional about it, like coming here to worship, and we know that we should be here, we know we should avail ourselves to God's Word, it's what we should be doing, but what happens even during this hour? Our minds are clouded with sin, aren't they? We get distracted. Our minds wander. We think about activities and things we should be doing. Our minds are clouded with sin and, and, and we kind of get judgmental, don't we? Who do they think they are sitting in my seat again? <laughs> Never had that problem? Or what happens if the worship time goes a little bit longer than we were anticipating? And then even for one hour, we can't be faithful. That's what makes the celebration of this day so powerful. We have a faithful God. Not for just one hour. Not for just one day. Not for just one season. For 75 years. For more than that, from the beginning of creation, with His Word, our God is faithful. Faithful to you as God's people so that when we are not faithful, when our minds wander, when we strive to do the right things, when we are burdened with sin and pain and, and the hardships of living in a sinful world with the sorrow and the despair and the struggles, we turn to a faithful God who hears us. Whose word calls us to confession and promises forgiveness because of his son Jesus, who died and rose again, that you may be forgiven. What a faithful God we have. What a faithful God we take time to celebrate this weekend. It's a celebration, I understand, that's been going on for the years. You've had different pastors that have connections to the congregation. And indeed, we take the time to celebrate. We need to celebrate God's faithfulness. And there's different things and activities planned for today, and we take the time to celebrate. But it's not a time that we celebrate just this year, or just this weekend, or just today. It's a time to celebrate God's faithfulness every day, every week. Every year going into the future until our Lord calls us home. So what does that time look like? What does that time look like in your life and in the life of this congregation as we take time to celebrate God's faithfulness? Again, let's go back to the beginning. Where it all started with God's Word. And as we think about taking this time to celebrate, let's consider three questions. What do we have time for? Do we have time for God? 
Do we have time to study His Word, to hear it proclaimed in worship? Do we have time to study God's Word in Bible study on Sunday mornings or on Wednesdays or on Thursdays or whenever the small groups are meeting in your congregation? And the answer needs to be a resounding yes. That's how it was at the beginning. Seventeen people gathering around God's Word. That's where it started, and that's what continues to make you a Christian church that follows Jesus. It's God's Word. And so continue to take the time for God, for the study of His Word, for time in worship. And what happens when we have time in studying God's Word as brothers and sisters in Christ? It's the same thing that happened in the Birchwood Village Hall. Connections were made. Bonds were formed. Relationships were created. Which brings us to the second question. Do you have time for relationships? Do you have time for your marriage? Do you have time for your children? Do you have time for your parents? Do you have time for your friends and your neighbors? And as we consider this time of celebrating God's faithfulness, we celebrate that time by creating those bonds and connections with the people in our lives. When you see God working from generation to generation with His children in Israel, when you see God working through this congregation, beginning in the Birchwood Village Hall, and the bonds and connections that were made in relationships, time was taken, and it was fostered by God's Word. So continue to take the time as a congregation. Continue to take the time as individual Christians to care for people to connect with one another, to encourage each other in the midst of the struggles and the hardships, to celebrate when there's times to be celebrating. And we take time to celebrate God's faithfulness by spending time with each other in relationships and friendships and the connections that God's Word has given to us. But finally, do we have time to serve? As we see the people in our lives, as we see the needs of people in our lives, do we have time to serve and to help them? And what's the biggest challenge? We're kind of guarded of our time, aren't we? We have so many things we need to do, so many responsibilities, places to be, kids to go here or there or this person to visit and the like. And what happens? We don't have time for that. When we look at the beginning of this congregation, they focused on the Word of God that made the relationships and the connections, and they used that Word and they used the relationships to create more relationships in the community so that people could be brought together to know their Lord and Savior Jesus, to have a relationship with Him. So continue to serve. Continue to see the needs of people and respond like you're doing already with the food pantry and the supports you give to people who have various needs throughout the times and seasons of their life, the encouragement you offer with the uh, Operation Christmas Child and the like. By providing and seeing those needs and serving, you can do that as a congregation. You can also do it as individual Christians. When you have a neighbor 
that needs assistance with something, when you have somebody who's, who's got a health challenge and needs a ride to a doctor or to an appointment or whatever the case may be, maybe one of the questions we can offer is, how may I serve you in celebrating God's faithfulness to us? So let's take the time to celebrate. Let's take the time to celebrate God's faithfulness in the study of His Word, in the relationships that are formed, in the connections and service we have for people. That's the history of this congregation. That's what's described in the text you've selected for your anniversary celebration. When you go to Psalm 100, verse 1, you hear those same things. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. That's coming together in worship. Serve the Lord with gladness. That's going and serving the Lord by serving the people around you. Come into His presence with singing. Again, it's focused on God's Word and the study of His Word. Being in His presence in worship. Verse 3, know that the Lord, He is God. It is He who made us and we are His. We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. That's talking about relationships. Being the sheep of His pasture talks about us as God's sheep, as God's children, and having a relationship with Him. And in our service and reaching people in our lives, we create relationships. And most importantly, we create and help them see the relationship they have with Jesus. So let's celebrate. Let's celebrate God's faithfulness by taking the time to be gathered around His Word to form the relationships, to serve people that they too may serve and celebrate God's faithfulness. And it's all because of that Word. That Word of God made flesh in His Son, Jesus. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.